George isn't here, I said, which I thought was a good enough excuse to get me out of doing the presentation. You can do your part, Mr. Patterson said. But I'd left the papers at George's house, and for some stupid reason, all I could remember about our presentation was the gladiator's battle with the tiger, which I'd already sensibly decided I wasn't going to do in front of our class, especially Warren Miller. So there I was in front of everyone, wearing my helmet, trying to explain about gladiators, but I wasn't good with words like George. There's sand on the floor, like a beach, but obviously not a beach, but there's trapdoors. So then the tiger comes out. I wasn't sure how to show that, so I snarled instead. Grrrr, and swung my coat. This is a net, and... But I couldn't be the tiger and the gladiator, so I said, Mr. Patterson, will you pretend to be the tiger? Mr. Patterson nodded and kind of hunched his shoulders and made his hands like claws, frowning like Warren Miller was. And this is supposed to be a sword, or it can be a trident, which is like a garden fork. I had Mr. Patterson's meter stick and chopped it in the air a few times. I thought about describing the different types of gladiators, but it was easier just to make slashing noises and let the class imagine what I was. Then, just when I was getting even more anxious about how to end the presentation, I swept the stick around low but hadn't seen that Mr. Patterson was going to pounce and accidentally tripped him over. He fell, sprawling across his desk, knocking books, pens and papers all over the floor. Everyone burst out laughing, and Warren Miller started chanting, Leo! 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 Then all his mates joined in. My cheeks burned, and I couldn't say sorry to Mr. Patterson because my throat was dry and squashed shut. But he just smiled and said, That was a very enthusiastic presentation, Leo. Perhaps we've learned that gladiator helmets may have restricted their view somewhat. He told the class to be quiet. I'd really let George down, but I was hoping I could rescue things. George made an amphitheatre, I blurted out. I wanted Mr. Patterson to know that we'd done some good things for the presentation. I just didn't have them. I'd like to see that, Mr. Patterson said. You can sit down now, Leo. He crawled behind his desk to pick up everything, and I ducked my head and went back towards the empty space where George should have been. How was I going to tell him later that I'd really messed up? Nice one, Leo, Warren said from the back of the class. He grinned, showing his sharp, crooked tooth. Who'd have thought? You of all people. I didn't mean to do it, I said. Even better, Warren laughed. I was rigid, humiliated and waiting for more sarcasm. Come and sit with us, he said. Laughter rippled through the back row. No, I mean it. Move up, Josh. Come on, Leo. We could do with someone like you. I like your style. He beckoned me over. I couldn't believe what was happening. Not only was it totally unexpected, it was pretty awesome too. I didn't know what to say or do, so I sat next to Warren and he put his arm across the back of my chair. Warren's big, not big and lumpy like Josh, but as if he's somehow more than a boy.
more than me anyway. He leaned across and whispered, See what I can do for you. I think what he meant was that he was like one of those Roman senators who had a say in what happened to you. Thumbs down, nobody cares. Thumbs up, you're in. So just like that, Warren Miller made me a kind of hero, even if it was only in front of our class. We'll resume presentations next week, Mr. Patterson said, standing up again. I hate presentations, I whispered to Warren, and that got me a soft punch in my shoulder. I was made up. It was like riding high in a golden chariot after beating the gladiator of Rome, and it felt like the whole universe of Roman gods and Jupiter were on my side too.